Hello, I'm Mallory Rubin. And I'm Van Lathan. Check out the Ringerverse podcast from The Ringer for all things superhero movies, nerd culture, and fandom entertainment. We have instant reviews and fun takes on all the latest news and more available now on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Tune it! Hi everyone, welcome to Righty's House on Ringer C. I hope you're all safe and well. We are recording this straight after England's 2-1 win over Spain in Brighton. And joining me are Flo Lloyd Hughes and Ryan Hunt. Can you hear my voice? I can hear your voice. I actually feel like I'm straining to speak. I wonder why that is. Big night. It's a massive night. night. How are you two? You were there. I can't believe what just happened. Mm. England came from... 1-0 1-0 down to equalise in normal time and win the game in extra time over Spain. Right, I've got to tell you, can I just tell you to what like Nancy said to me, because Nancy's ab- abroad, obviously, as we speak, and she sent me this message, where is it? She said, can you do a prediction? Because you always kind of get the prediction right. And then I said, she's, look, look, it says right. So what's your prediction? You always get it right. And I said, I can't feel it, babe. I'm hoping 2-1 to us. <laughs> And the same with Megan. Hang on, let me see Megan, uh, my publicist. Megan sent me one. She said, um, what she says, I believe your predictions, Ian. What do you think? I said, also, you're such a great pundit. I know you always say it, but it's true. And I said, I'm fe- look, I'm saying we win 2-1. And it was fucking 2-1. Wow. What did, you, what did you all think of the first half? A lesson, a, a lesson. I thought, I thought England were down bad, were down really 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 bad and I thought there was I thought there was not of much of a way out but the last five minutes gave me hope in that first half but then they started the second half terribly can I say right what I thought of the first half is exactly what I thought of any team who watch England and want to beat us close down Kira Walsh and close us and, and start putting us under pressure right from Mary Earps you do that you try and get the ball to Lucy Bronze who has to take a touch to try and get it down the line that was cut off, or you give it to, to Millie Bright, who's going to try and give it to Lucy Bronze, or you try to give it to, you try to give it to Leah Williamson, who has to really readjust herself because she's on a, le- a left-hand side where she has to kind of make sure she can adjust herself to get herself comfortable. They had us. They totally had us. I thought the only thing that was going to stop them is if they ran out of energy. The thing is, what I, what I cannot believe that no one's, 
noticed with us, when I have noticed because Spain did it, is that you shut down Kira with Bon Matty, who was amazing, right? She was unbelievable. Same with George Stanway. And then put us under pressure. We couldn't get out. Because Kira Walsh couldn't get on the ball. Ellen White with that header. Same with Lauren Hemp. When the ball came in, I was saying on screen, you have to be ready for any eventuality when the ball's coming in the box. So if you're going up, if the ball's, if you've got defenders and forwards going up in front of you and you're behind them, you've got to expect that ball, this is what you've been told as a striker, to come to you. And she wasn't expecting it. So that was another chance that we missed. Two headers, Ellen White had and then Lauren Hemp. And I'm thinking, I don't know how we are going to actually get a foothold in this game at all. Well, it was like, it felt like the first 10 minutes or so, it was waiting for one side to really take control of the game. Mm. We were texting the group and I was saying that that opening 20 minutes, it felt like England kind of let Spain get away with one because yeah. Spain have not started well in this tournament at, no, at all. Not at and all. I didn't actually think they started that well in this game. Like They, were, they started the nervously, was, Ryan. Yeah, the problem was, I think that England were a tiny bit too, well, actually quite a lot too passive in how high they pressed Spain. Mm-hmm. And on the mm-hmm. few occasions that they did say, like, press him, Spain, like, turned it over quite easily or looked really nervy. But then mm. it was like in three stages that first half, the wrestling for control, then Spain really had control for the most of that first half until I think England kind of wrestled it back for the last five, ten minutes maybe, give or take. And then the second half, like, Spain just seemed to... It was weird because, like, it felt like in the first half they didn't really have anything too clear-cut. And they didn't really actually have anything massively clear-cut, I don't think, until the goal. But they had, like, a load of half chances. Mm. Then they seemed to be getting a little bit more regular. For me, England looked so nervous. They looked so, Mm -hmm. so nervous, so tense. And they just weren't themselves. I completely agree with you, Ryan, that they didn't press high enough at the, up the pitch. As soon as they did, they got the ball in good areas. They, they had space to work yes. with and yeah, they could do what they passes, always yeah. do, which is, you know, find the space in behind, play those through balls, get bronze on the ball, get Stanway on the ball, get whoever on the ball. But those first, well, like 70 minutes, really, they were trying to play everything down the channels, mm. always, either long or trying to play it to Hemp and she'd be crowded out straight away or Mead, yeah, she'd be crowded out straight away or Bronze and they'd stand off Bronze and say, right, come at us and then she'd go nowhere and already after like 15 minutes, she was huffing and puffing, she was throwing her yes, arms around. Yes. Daly was under the cosh from minute one. They knew, Spain knew, this is England's weak league and we have to target her and, and they did it and they did it very effectively and I saw no way out for that team. Mm. I saw no scenario in which England were winning this football match tonight. Absolutely no way. I had resigned, completely resigned to the fact. When it was 1-0. Yeah, when it was 1-0, I completely resigned to the fact that I I was going home sad and I was going to be writing pieces Mm. about England losing in the quarterfinals and the destiny and dream of this squad and Serena Bigman being crushed until the World Cup. I had fully resigned yeah, to the fact that yeah. was happening because I saw no way. Mm. Even up, right up until Ella Toon got that equaliser, they had created so little. The, subs- the substitutes energised the team marginally, but until that goal went in, there was nothing. And then in, in, the, in an instant, it transformed. Yeah, but Flo, um, you say that, but like with Alessia Russo, who I believe probably has to start the next game. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. She at least gave us a focal point for someone. 
There was movement. Keep, there was so yeah, much movement. To keep us up the field. She, she put her body in, linked the play, and we kind of got up the field a bit. Even when we scored, I was thinking, like I said, 2-1. And I was being very optimistic because I'm thinking, I don't know where 2-1's going to come from because someone's going to have to do something. Yeah. What happened was we threw Millie Bright up front. We just threw some bodies up front. That's what's mad about football, right? Is that the way the momentum shifted and the way that as soon as, as, soon as England scored that goal, they unlocked something inside them. They looked more energised in the last 30 minutes of football that they had to play than they did the entire game. Suddenly they tapped into something and the momentum shifted and they flipped the whole match on its head. And suddenly it was Spain that were chasing, Spain that couldn't get anything together. And that's what's so mad about the result is like, that came out of nowhere. But they unlocked the original England Pokemon version one <laughs> once, that, once that goal went in. That was it. Spain, Spain clearly had like looked at where England can A hurt week. teams yeah. and just like clamped down mm. on it straight away. The team selection and even the kind of way that they played is kind of understandable because it, there was a lot riding on that game. There's a lot of pressure mm. for them and there's a lot of pressure and expectation on them for a tournament, probably to the likes that we've never seen before, with, especially with this group. I kind of get why they're a little bit cagey, but what I think they can take real heart in is the fact that they've actually seen how those players who came in like changed the game mm. and how much more, like Spain couldn't cope after that. Like the mm. amount of times that but, like yeah, Kira Walsh was yeah, finding like Kira Walsh, but they but they were allowing like people like yeah, Kira Walsh to found passing lanes. The first fifteen, what the first fifteen minutes of after that substitution, mm. like there was a bit of bit of spiciness and movement from Russo, and she was causing problems. But I still did not see where a goal was coming from. It wasn't like it wasn't like we've seen in the past with those substitutions where suddenly it's a complete transformation, and it's like new energy like obviously they had fresher legs and and you know they they were ready and like you know ready to 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 take on the game and everything but like I don't know I just still in, in as as the clock ticked and I was messaging Roscoe like this is it we're done like mm. there's not enough time in this game I didn't see those substitutes being able to make the difference but when that goal went in some portal was unlocked and I cannot understand why I can't understand why he changed. Why did he take Gonzalez off? I cannot understand it, especially when you've got somebody like what Del Castillo was doing to to Rachel Daly to the point where Rachel Daly would, she started taking on Rachel Daly 30 yards out and Rachel Daly was still backing off when she got to the box. She was turning her right? inside, inside out, out and upside down. When they brought on Sarriegi, how has she not started? How are you not starting with oh, both of them? Oh, don't, Ian, don't, don't get the fans, don't get the Spanish fans started on that. Brian, I want to ask you, I want to ask you, do you think England rescued this game or do you think Spain threw victory away? I think it's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, actually. Yeah. Because I think that Spain, he's probably thinking like, we can control the ball, we can see this game out. I think that allowed England to actually start getting a little bit more of a foothold in the game. And to be fair to Serena, like when she brought Alex Greenwood on, she shifted it slightly, stuck Millie Bright up just for this mm. kind of like, right, we need to get into extra get back, time. Yeah, get back and in then it. as soon as we got into extra time, it was like back to a, th it was like a three at the back, right? Uh, no, they, they went back to a four, sorry, my bad. A three at the back temporarily. For yeah, and then last, once, she's scored, once we got, then, they went back. Yeah, that's like just elite game management, actually. That was the difference between uh, between the two sides on the night. Actually, 
one coach saw the problems and evolved and found the solutions, which to be honest, in tournament football is kind of what you want, I imagine. Do you know what's mad about this though? Although hashtag and Serena we trust, <laughs> there were moments in that game where I thought she waited too long. Yeah, I think the I subs came she, too late. The subs came too yeah. late and mm. and yeah, Daly was getting went. done from minute one. Oh, I think Alex Serena should have come lucky. on at half time. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think those substitutions should have been made at half time. And also, one of the one of the areas that England were failing the most is they were not roughing up Spain. Spain were in their faces. They were fouling. They were winding them up. They were doing what you've got to do in those kind of situations. They were hustling. They were being mean. England got the best out of that game and turned the game when they matched that and they got mean and they used the clock and they did all those kind of stuff. They, that's what's so, I think, frustrating having watched it is like, you know, that. They knew all along the tools that were there to spin the game on its head, even though they had, the, you know, like Spain had them worked out. And if they tapped into it earlier, it wouldn't have been such a fucking crazy situation. Can I just say with the Spain manager, right, with every single team he's picked up to, up to this point, he's, he's changed every single team. Um, and mm. if I think if he had if he had a team that was settled right, he could trust them more for some reason. I don't know, Flo, because like that, that even even when we up until we scored, they were in total control to the point where I thought, you know what, they've actually they, they I think they could see the finish line with like seventy nine minutes. So I think they could see the finish line. They weren't under what, pressure. They whatsoever. weren't. No, I think that. He didn't, like for him to not be playing Gonzalez or Sariegi from the start, because even when she came on and started stretching us, he gave us the impetus, he gave us the opportunity to get back in that game simply because of the amount of times, in, not even say the amount of times, simply because he doesn't know what his best lineup is. He's changed, he, the, the, the Denmark game, right? He made a triple change at half time. I just genuinely think managers, especially, in knockout football in international or even at domestic level <clears throat> or club level, sorry. They mm. just look at in-game states like different, you know, mm. like even different, no, no, no offense right at all, but probably even different to like players of your generation or players mm. of even like a decade and a half ago because mm. the amount of data and the amount of like uh, analytics that are involved now, that's why I kind of say it was a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B on a, as a who, who won it and who lost it because for Spain, like Vilda would have been looking at that and being like, actually, we're kind of good. Mm. We're kind of good. And we just actually, we want to go into this next stage where we just kill the game with possession and we just, and we, and we want to kill. Like, he and actually, they, did, they still, they he still had, they still, but they still had another chance or two after that, right? Mm. Whereas yeah. for Serena, she's just like, okay, we're actually in this game. We're still in this game. There's a goal in it. And then yeah. she makes the change that gets England to extra time. And then she makes the changes that then get them over the line. Yeah, but the change, okay. Alex Greenwood came on and kind of stabilised us, especially on the left side, because De Castillo didn't do what she was doing to Rachel Daly. But let's be honest, what are we going to do when teams who've now worked out that, listen, stop Kira Walsh. They won't play up well from the back. Put more pressure on Lauren Hemp. Don't get her to turn. Get her face in her own goal. Get her face in the own goal. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You know, let's, put, let's put bodies around Ellen White. And when the ball comes in, we'll kick back off of her. We need to find 
answers for those problems because we have to play better if we're going to win this tournament. We, we showed a lot of grit. We've shown it against Norway. If you, fuck it, if you slip up and you get your tactics wrong and you give us chances, we're going to hammer you. But what we've also shown is if you, put, if you put a real good block on us in respect of, right, okay, try and play through us. Try and play through us. We don't think you can. Okay, we'll stop Kira Walsh. We'll make sure that we're tight on, on Ellen White. What, what you're going to do, you're literally going to give us the ball back. And then it comes down, right, to how can they punish you when you win the ball back? Spain didn't do that to us tonight. They didn't punish us. They scored a goal, great goal, good luck to them. But even then, I think the, the number nine, Gonzalez's touch was bad and we should have been close enough to her to, to maybe... Um, and Daly Daly dived in. Unbelievably yeah, my, poor my, my one small gripe about this, actually, yeah, this that goal was, as well was yeah. just like Millie Bright did really well to get back on the goal line. Oh, she did. But she was directly behind Mary Earps and she should have oh. just taken a step so right. Maybe to the right a bit, yeah, yeah and then yeah. she would have cleared it, yeah. But like, what about the clearance what she'd done the, the, with the, well, with yeah, the speculative yeah, shot what Mary Earps, Mary Earps has got to get mm. some love simply yeah, because, yeah. you know, that save what she made was absolutely brilliant. And then Millie Bright got back on the line because that was a tapping. That was a tapping. She's got yeah. to get some love, Mary Earps, man, because like she's somebody, again, that people say, oh, she's not been tested. I thought she's been tested a lot in this game today. Yeah, yeah. Mary Earps, she's been tested a lot. The thing is, that's, that's what's funny. That's what's weird as well. Is like, Serena is so methodical that she's got the plan A, she's got the plan B, she's got plan C. And that's why, it, for the first time, watching Serena Vemans England, I was like, God, am I going to have to write about Serena Veeman getting it wrong? Because I don't want to write about that. But I don't I was know. Like, yeah, but what's the plan B, she, Flo? I don't well, know what the plan, the plan B, B is. Because... It, the plan B is all those substitutions. Yeah, but, I, but also I think you might see a different starting configuration. Well, this is it. It's like, are we going to be going through the same routine of trying a plan A, then bringing on plan B, then moving Millie Bright up front for plan C and going just like long ball direct? Or... Are we almost going to see England learn from their mistakes? Because there's been so few mistakes, this is the biggest opportunity for them to learn from mistakes and put it right. And that is going to be crucial against, let's say, Sweden, on the assumption that Sweden go mm. through against Belgium. And crucial if they're only playing Germany or France in the final. Yeah, I think you're both being very negative. Ryan, I w I'm, it was an unbelievable night. But they, 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 unfortunately, I've got to say, they didn't deserve to win that game. I think over the 120 minutes, they did. You think, right? Taking the 90 and standalone, probably not. But I think in the 120, I think they did, actually. In the extra time section of it, they did. But, but they, they at least did deserve to lose it because the last 10 minutes after, after they equalised, because it was like 10 minutes, including stoppage time, it was well, when the ball was in play there was only one team that was going to win that. So if you think that's, a f and there was only really one team that felt like they were going to win it bar the odd scrambled Spain ch chance in extra time. So if you think that's 40 minutes of sustained England momentum, we haven't even talked about the Georgia Stanway goal yet. Oh, which fucking hell. Come we on. need to because... Fucking hell. Like, I genuinely think that this will go down as, like, one of the all-time international iconic goals. Fucking great. Especially from the England point of view. Just, the, yeah, the context of everything that yeah, went on. Like. exactly. Because, like, this was a tough, like, I think, we, yeah, England weren't mega fluid. And, yeah, I think they can play better. And, yeah, I think Serena has some selection decisions to make. Big ones. But 
England have just knocked out the favourites. It's the first time that a side has come from a goal down against them to beat them mm. in five years since yeah. Brazil. Mad. That's mad. That takes something this special. This isn't a Mickey Mouse game. This isn't a Mickey Mouse team. Even without two of the top three in the Ballon d'Or, in the last Ballon d'Or list, missing from the mm. squad. They were fucking like, brilliant. They're still strong. They're still super strong. Yeah, and yeah. This, like I said before, like this is the first time that I think this group has really been in that specific set, set, setting with that specific pressure against that kind of opposition. And actually, they're going to take so much of that yeah, from they the will next do. game. They will but do. like Stanway's goal, we need to talk about Stanway's goal Let's because we haven't well, talked about it. We, yeah, should what, have, what, we, should have, we should have talked about it for 40 minutes. Yeah, but the thing about it is, is, is that what I love about Georgia Stanway is the one time that Georgia Stanway got time with a great run from Lauren Hemp, but if you're going to give a player like Georgia Stanway the time to run, what, 20 yards? And still not, no one challenge you in and around and give her the opportunity to shoot like that. Georgia Stanway's scoring, man. Georgia mm. Stanway is scoring. She's hitting the target at least. What, I, what, I'm, what I'm pleased about is at no stage did I feel like, you know, they, they've given up on this. They didn't mm. give up on it. And that's mm. what you have to say with them. Like, them girls, they did not fucking give up on that game. I gave up. <laughs> I was chill. I was so chill. When Ella Toon scored the goal, I felt, you know what? I think we're going to do it. And this is why I sent the message to the missus. Tune in. You know what I mean? I sent the message to the missus saying, you know what? I'm feeling 2-1 before. Because I think if we get one, we'll get another one. Because there's something about the way that Vilga picks this team and the way he's so apprehensive and the way he's so indecisive is why I think in the end, he kind of handed the initiative over to us. Because if he trusted that team, they'd probably romp away with this win. They'd probably romp this oh, win. See, I just don't, I don't think that. I just don't think that at all. I don't think that Spain were creating enough. They had that period where they had a few set pieces in the first half where England felt like they were rocking a little bit. Yeah. And it was just like, England really need to come through this. Otherwise Every this single corner they had, yeah, I, yeah, was, yeah. Well, I was scared. But other than that, even when they went ahead, obviously naturally in a situation like that, you're fearing the worst because that's just natural, especially yeah. when you've got such big expectation on the team. But I was never kind of sat there being like, all right, this is done. Now. This is actually done. No, it's just, you know what with me, right? Is that I, ex I think I expect so much of them. I think that's what it comes down to. I don't want to be too critical, but like while I was on the gantry there and obviously coming off of the unbelievable Norway um, result and, you know, people thinking that, oh, here they go again, beating the team, fucking eight, they that. I believe that what we did to Norway needs to have more gravitas in respects of what we are as a team and what we've done to them and what we're capable of doing to them. And I was afraid tonight simply because I think we would have done ourselves an injustice if we went out tonight on that performance. That's what it is, right? I didn't want them to go out after doing what they've done up to this point because what we've shown, like I said against Norway, and I've said it and I'll say it again, is that you fuck around with us, we're going to fucking cook you. And what we showed today as well is we've got unbelievable grit. And if you do give our quality players, Georgia Stanway, Lauren Hemp, Arthur Yard, they're going to create something. I know in the next game, one of them will come up with something, so I won't maybe feel as anxious. I think that England could have more swagger off the back of this result than the Norway one. Because Serena will be like, we weren't at our best. We know that we've got an extra couple of gears that we can go to and we know mm. that we probably weren't as sharp as we were should yep. have been in xyz situations yep. and one of the best passing teams in the world easily yeah yeah 
they didn't slice us open. Mm. We weren't hanging on and we've stuck out the favourites and we've done it with an absolute worldy goal. We could have had another one. You've got an iconic moment, a really galvanising win, a come from behind win, something that not a lot of people do against Spain, as we've mentioned. And actually, we're going to face different tests for the rest of the tournament and that we need to win two football matches to win this. Yeah. Two. We've won four already. Mm. Yeah, there's going to be stuff to think about, but this always happens in every single international tournament around a team who is expected to win the thing. It always happens because you're, 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 you know, it stops being like you're along for the ride and actually there's like a job to do, you know? Can I say, right as well, there was a lot of groans around us when um, Beth Mead got taken off. Of course, it's sad because she's, she's been one of our tallies women um, in this tournament with the goals she scored. But I just felt Lauren Hemp and the way that Serena kept her on says so much that she knows, you know what? It's not been her day, really. The fucking Batelier has done unbelievably against her. But she's going to have a fucking moment where she's going to do something for us. And she did it. You know, same with Georgia Stanway. Like I say, when you look at the way we were playing, you could, you could have thought, if she took off anybody, we couldn't say, fuck, fuck it, taking her off. But like, she kept Georgia Stanway on and Georgia Stanway showed in her moment of time where she had the time on the ball, her quality, the same with Lauren Hemp. Those are the things that I've learned from this team today. And like I say, being a fan, I was just fucking nervous. I was too nervous. Sometimes I think I'm too close. I'm Icarus. I'm flying too fucking close to the sun. I want them to win so much that today, I was petrified of them going out on a performance that I thought, oh my God, we're going to go out on that performance. As much as I, I totally hear what you're saying, right? And I don't want this to be too negative. But I'm just saying it exactly how it's feeling right now, off, straight off the fucking cuff. That's how I'm feeling. I don't care who we get next. I still believe we can beat them. I, I thought we could beat Spain. We did beat them. Didn't beat them like I'd like to beat them. Because in, in, in actual fact, Ryan, I'd like us to fucking blast every single team off the pitch. It doesn't happen, especially in tournament football. Ever happens, you need to see your team go out playing, playing the way that represents them. And actually, that's what was so disappointing and frustrating about the Euro final last summer against Italy mm. is we didn't see the England that we saw for the majority of the tournament. We didn't get to see them because Italy shut it down. Sure, yeah. And that's what I don't want to go through the same pain again. When today, when I saw. Spain's tactics, which were very good against us, but we still were able to, to, to get that win. It makes me feel fucking good. It makes me feel happy. You'd be hard pressed to go back and look through all of the international tournament winners of all time and not find a game where they, it could have maybe gone another way, let's say. Yeah. It's very rare that you'll get a side go all the way through the tournament absolutely blasting teams no matter how good they are. Some of the most iconic international sides in history haven't done that. Is Sweden or Belgium in the semis? That's going to be a different test. That actually might be a good chance to change it, which sounds like disrespecting the opposition. Each thing is a completely different challenge. Serena knows, like, I think she'll know the things that weren't absolutely 100% amazing about tonight. Yeah, she'll okay. tweak it. She'll yeah, yeah. Out, but, hey. but listen, I've, you know what? I'm going to have to bounce, yeah. bro. I'm gonna bounce, but you know what? I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna go you to bed. You know what? Orlando against Arsenal just kicked off. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna watch for, it. For, for, for those who want to glimpse behind the curtain, it's two thirty-three a.m. local time. I'm not joking. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna watch that game. I'm gonna watch that game yeah. again. 
I'm going to watch it again. I can watch it now and relax and say, okay, should, should have done that. Maybe should have done that there. Oh, oh, that, that. But that's what I'm going to do. That's so funny because uh, that's what I do with all our podcasts. I listen you go back, back and I'm you like, go, listen I should have done this. Oh, shit, that. should have done this. He's talking shit there. He's talking shit. I just want to relive how the tide turned because, man, that was wild. I want to relive how that happened. Just, I want to say one more thing about this. Go this on, was an go on. absolutely amazing game of football. I think so, too. It was just I an amazing so. game of football. Maybe we're too close. Maybe me and, you know what, me and, me and Flo being in it like we are and like just saying what we see, I, I, I wouldn't say we're, we're not being critical, we're just yeah, being very listen, honest. Let's, let's just say one of us was sat on the sofa with, a, with some out. wine all night. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you know something? This is why I fucking love watching England. Men, women, whatever it is. I love them. I love them and I just, I just want them to get everything they deserve from me. You know what? It's time to bounce. I'm going to go and watch the game. I'll speak to you soon. Sleep well, my friends. You're the best, Sleep guys. Well. You're the best. You're the best. Love you, Thanks. man. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Thank you very much, Flo Lloyd Hughes. Thank you very much, Ryan Hunt. Thanks for staying up. And we'll see you again soon. We'll see you for the semis, at least. We'll see you soon. But, like, uh, that was great, mate. That's why I love this game. Take it easy, everybody. See you next time.